My name is Robbie DeShazer, and you're listening to Tapheads. Back in 2019, I started introducing my best friends, Carter and Wendy, to the wide and wonderful world of craft beer. Since then, we've tried tons of different brews from all over the world. But then we had an idea. What if instead of limiting ourselves to just beer, we opened the floodgates and tried all the great drinks the world had to offer? So now we're diving into the world of wine, whiskey, tequila, cocktails, and yeah, still drinking beer. Basically, if it's found behind the bar, we want to talk about it. Because after all, the best part of drinking isn't what's in your cup. It's the people you share it with. This is Tapheads. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? And then I said, that's not a beer, that's my wife. A oh, fuck off. You can imagine what I... Carter won't wear... Head... I don't make them wear headphones during this. We're spaced out, and that's harder. That was a fuck off to you. Oh. That was... Fuck off. Just like that? Yeah, pretty good. Fuck off. I forgot who it is. It's, uh, Brian Cox from uh, Succession. <gasps> oh, Succession? Yeah. Oh, man. So I haven't seen that. Sorry, y'all. It's okay. This is now a Succession podcast. Wendy, you're watching the first episode. Whoa! Money! I just assume there's money. Honestly, that's, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Daddy, I love you! You're doing a pretty good job of playing yeah. Karen Culkin's character right Thank now. you. Daddy, please! Daddy, I just want you to love me. Not for your money, but I would love that too. She's got it. I don't think, She's I don't think you need to watch the, show. See, watch the show. I write TV, you can that's tell. A, that's the gist of it. You write TV? Tell I us write, about that. Um, you know, it's a really hard, it's a really hard process, Mm -hmm. you know, to think what can I create that fits in that size of a box and believe it or not, I don't even have a guess (laughs) as to how big Carter's TV is. It is humongous. I wanted to say 16 by 16. I'm like, they don't do those anymore. So (laughs) it is at least 16 by 16. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome television. It's all in four, three to preserve her vision. Exactly. (laughs) Welcome to Tapheads, the hey. only show on the world and internet to the only yep, show that's it. in the that's world. The only show on the internet. I always want to do like a tagline like that, and I just can't think of it. And I never. I'm not a thinker. Welcome to Tapheads, the show on the internet. Anyway, we did it. That's correct. That's it. Yep, the show on the internet. It's like yeah. the Ohio State University. That you know, I would get that one, and, and the buckies. University of Texas. Uh, sorry. <laughs> We're just here grabbing, but we've had a great show today. I'm working on an, a personal Instagram. Is that story an NFT? Post. Oh, shush. My friend, it's really funny. One of my uh, friends, he he bought some Pokemon cards for research, and he could actually, he has a Those card are that's... impossible to find right now. How do you buy some Pokemon cards? Is that for real? Pokemon cards are really hard to find right now. Oh, well, yeah, you they're got... getting very popular. Wow. Yeah, they people are. people have been doing, yeah. like, just... Blind boxes of any kind. Well, on. he, yeah, one of the cards in his pack, and one of the pa- small packs he got, um, has a card that he could sell for like at least one fifty. And I'm just like, you were literally just fucking around. You were trash talking NFTs the other day, which is funny. It's just fun to do. But and I'm like, look at you. You went and got OG just to go against the See, system. Trading cards, I get. Yeah, because it's like a, there's a tangible mm-hmm. thing. NFTs, it's like it's a Digital playing card. <laughs> this yeah, is what we can talk about these all. This is going to be. What I'm just going to say. Next, yeah. This is time to announce our tap heads NDTs, non drinkable tickets. 
there. Oh, God. We just send you pictures of our empty cans of beer and empty mm. bottles of whiskey and wine. Yeah. Um, For just $5 more each month, we'll sign them. Which one of us? I don't know, but... We might make Phoenix sign them. Who, yeah, someone will sign this. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Non-drinkable tickets. Yep. Enjoy. But today we are drinking... Um, yes, today we are drinking. We're doing sort of an unboxing. I didn't bring the box for travel purposes, yeah. but uh, back at Christmas, wow, I've had these for a long time, uh, I received a tasting pack for Heaven's Door uh, Tennessee Bourbon. Uh, so we've got three uh, drinks. These are nice little uh, 200 milliliter bottles of their Tennessee Bourbon, their double barrel whiskey, and their straight rye whiskey. So this should be a lot of fun. Lovely little bottles. Um these are, of course, uh, Wendy, you could tell us a little bit more about them, but this is, of course, Bob Dylan's uh, yeah. whiskey distillery. Yeah. forgot where they're based of, but he basically created this bourbon. However, it is bottled in, it, what is the blended, whatever it is. So it's a sourced? Sourced distilling. So they take other, um, they purchase other bourbons, and they then age them in their barrels, do whatever mm. they want to make it unique uh bob dylan specifically with these he's like made the art for them on mm-hmm. the outside he does iron work I yeah he, he's a welder so mm-hmm. it's really interesting oh, cool. yeah so he's really big on so like all of these are original art. bob dylan works of iron mm-hmm. uh, art do they all have a different quote yeah, yeah they, they do they so do. this is the double barrel and then this is the rye mm-hmm. uh, yeah if you're listening because this is not a visual format, uh, our Twitter will have the pictures. Of Highly this. recommend you actually. I would even if you don't like try the drink, like I, you could just go to his website and see his like that art. It's pretty. It's really cool. I think it's a really cool gate. Somewhat. So I think it's that. I don't know if he was. He had a friend or someone asked him to create a gate for them, and he ended up doing this and something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know the full story behind it. It's yeah. a lot of, and I mean, it's carefully crafted branding story. As, it's yes, not, as you know, every company does. Uh, but uh, Carter yeah. has a quote to read in his best Bob Dylan impression okay. from the side of the bottle. Are they the same quote, or is it different? Uh, I will tell you which, once you read it. I'm pretty okay. sure it's all the same. I have here, um, we wanted to create a collection of American whiskeys that, in their own way, tell a story. Yes. Thank you, Bob. Do you want me to try? Sure. Get over here. Give someone, give me one. <laughs> okay, everyone has a bottle in their right. hand. We're each going to get our chance. Can someone g- give me the pitch of this? What's the key? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah, you're catting there. Yeah, right. a little bit higher. He, he doesn't really enunciate his words. Yeah. Bob Dylan. All it's right. all just kind of... All right, here we go. Here we go. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We wanted to create a collection <laughs> of American whiskeys that narrowly tell the story. That's not horrible. I did it. No, it, it's it's not bad. Yeah. And if you think it's horrible, you haven't heard my normal. And then I, I'll go just so we all get a chance. Mm-hmm. We wanted to create a collection of American whiskeys that, in their own way, tell a story. Look at the pod racing. Look at the pods go. That's what I feel like this this sounds like. That we're Greg the proofs. Yeah, that Star we're the Wars pod out, race announcers. Oh man. There's that Skywalker boy. He's drinking Heaven Doors Tennessee whiskey. Uh, actually this is not Tennessee whiskey, so I guess let's Sorry. It's let's very cute. Explain what this is, what yeah. the difference between Tennessee whiskey and bourbon and whatever. I'd love to hear, yeah. So, 
Uh, this is kind of a it's a hotly debated topic. Uh, hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Thank you. You're That's welcome. a good intro for that segment. For the segment. Caliente. That's the intro to that segment. Uh, so it's a hotly debated topic whether or not Tennessee whiskey should be considered bourbon mm-hmm. by all every metric that bourbon that makes bourbon bourbon. Which just for a quick refresher, uh, aged in New American oak, at mm-hmm. least fifty one percent corn in the mash barrel. Uh, has to be made in America. Is mm-hmm. there's it gets more specific than that, but it's One, yes. those are the three basic tenets of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it fits into that mold specifically, but Tennessee whiskey itself. So when you're thinking of uh, Jack Daniels, is probably the most mm-hmm. yes. famous Tennessee whiskey. Uh, it goes through a process called the Lincoln County process, which is essentially they charcoal filter the whiskey in order to make it clearer. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that is the only thing that makes, the di- that's really the difference between bourbon and Tennessee whiskey, is that Tennessee whiskey has to be made in Tennessee, and it has to go through the Lincoln County process. Mm-hmm. Now what that means mm-hmm. is that you can make Tennessee bourbon, which is just making bourbon in Tennessee. So that's what this is more closely, is what you would call this more closely, is... This is Tennessee bourbon. Bourbon Mm -hmm. made in Tennessee. So it does not go through the Lincoln County process. So it's it's very semantics based, but also it's whiskey, which means there's a lot of laws and your words actually matter. So it's, yeah, (laughs) you can't, you know, can't really fudge things here. Uh, Mm. So that being said, uh, only one of these is truly a straight bourbon which is the first one we're going to be trying, which is the Evans Store Tennessee Bourbon. Uh, I, for one, am very excited. I mean, I'm really excited. I've never considered... I mean, there's so much to learn that I haven't really cared in the past before about whiskey, and I still need to well, kind of learn. Um, Man that doesn't have to drive. Yeah, take I'll it. take it. Uh, <laughs> but just, like, learning about the differences and seeing how that's reflected in the taste... More? You good? No, that's fine. Hello, whiskey bud. We've only done one straight bourbon episode, so it's hard to gauge the. Uh, I mean, still a lot. I brought my computer in case I wanted to work for a yep. while. <laughs> Safety first. And I just brought my presents so that Carter uh, would enjoy talking. We could also play Beat Saber. At least stay up late. It's fine. That's okay. Um, that being said, uh, let me grab my phone. Oh, we didn't talk about things that we've drank recently. It's fine. Carter has a whole bunch of stuff he wants to talk about. I did. I've been drinking a we'll lot. We'll let this breathe for a second while I pull up the yeah. information and mm-hmm. everyone can... I just haven't had much new to drink. I've just been mm-hmm. going through my current know. supply trying to make room for other stuff. I actually <laughs> had a lot of beers. I've also had a lot of beers. Yeah. I oh, went well to, then, to total So wine. sorry I stepped on that. We started... We got talking and... It's fine. Um, went to Total Wine and got a six-pack. The Total Wine I went, I went to did not have a super huge selection mm-hmm. um but they did have a lot of german beers so i actually got a whole bunch of um kind of international yeah beers um first one i tried was the petrus rudbrun um it's a uh, sour flanders Oudbrun. um it's a blend of a petrus aged uh aged pale pure fodder beer what does that mean? Um, I don't know. It's been aged <laughs> for two years in oak fodders. Fooders. Fooders. 
Fooders. Yeah, sixty-seven percent young brown beer. They're oak barrels. Oh, okay. Um, it was pretty good. Um, I at first I was like, it's very light when it starts, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know if this has that much flavor. But the more you drink, it kind of builds, and then it ends up being this interesting kind of more robust um, profile. So it's both like a lot and subtle at the same time. I thought it was kind of an interesting beer. Um, I also I had the the Weinsteffener Hefe, um, Hefeweiss beer, um, a classic uh, German Hefeweizen. Um, it was extraordinary. I loved it. Um, I love Hefeweizens, and this was like it was so light that if you have a little sip, it mm-hmm. tastes kind of like air. Yeah. But then if you take a big gulp, you get this rich like kind of clove banana. Where did you get profile. this? It was delicious. Um, I got it at Total Wine. Okay. Um, it was so good. That does sound really um, good. I can show you the bottle, too. It comes in this real tall bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another Hefeweizen, the Brare Michael Plank. Not a big fan. It was fine. Um, I was like, I gave it three, I think, stars or something. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Like, yeah. it wasn't bad, but I was like, I've had better. Um, it was interesting because it was dark. It was like a real dark Hefeweizen mm-hmm. and a little bit heavier and a little more bitter than your normal Hefeweizen. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting, and I got points for being kind of different. Mm-hmm. But still, just like... It's not going to become your drink of the summer. No, no. Um, and then Samuel Smith's Organic Cherry Fruit Beer, which I don't remember we were talking about if we had it during... So I thought you, I thought that was the cider. So it's the cherry beer? Yes. So is, no, I have not had okay, that. Okay, this so is the, the cherry fruit beer. Um, Interesting. So it's brewed with, with cherry juice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really interesting. Because <laughs> I was worried it was going to be too sour. Yeah. Um... Like the creek, which I love the creek, but I thought I kind of wanted this to be different. And it was. It was very calm. Mm-hmm. The cherry flavor wasn't too over the top. It was very smooth. That sounds great because the creek was really good, but it is very. It's really. Yeah, this was not tart um, or not too tart. It had, I mean, it had the average, but not. it's not like a sour or anything where you're mm-hmm. like, kind of like, oh my God. Um, it was real sweet, real mild, and this really beautiful kind of cherry profile. Mm-hmm. Um it was really, it was really good. That concludes my beers I've been drinking. Hmm. Wow! All right, you did a fantastic. I'm looking at your Untapped. You did a fantastic job of putting your notes in, which is not Thank something you. I always do a good job of. I so your reviews don't. have been were super solid. I was. Uh, Wendy, what have you had? Uh, I want to see if I can pull up. Here we go. Because so I recently had. Oh, what is the name of that? It's it. It's not Prairie Ales. Prairie Artisan Ales. Is it the Artsy Can? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I had their Hatch Chili. Oh, beer. how was it? Mm. Not. I mean, it was like it was it bad. Um, hold on. Have you had many like chili or like pepper based no, beers? No, but all, yeah. So it's just like I mean that's why that's why I take my words as, at a grain of salt. Is this the right thing? I had a Poblano Maybe. beer once that was interesting. Or no, is it Garage Brewing? I'm pretty sure it's an Austin beer. No, this is California. Um, I need to look it up. Or I thought I rated it, but it was just the. I was just so surprised because mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, you can really taste the chili in this." Yeah. Oh, I don't want this actually anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some yeah. Sometimes things are better tasted than yeah. Ordered, yeah. Or. Uh, I don't remember the name of the brewery. Pretty sure it's an Austin brewery, uh, and they have like the cute illustrated cans, and they have like a Tejano Classic or something. I can't remember what it's called. I'll try to find it. Um, but be warned if you if a beer advertises it has chili in it, 
it does. So it was interesting. I like otherwise like you could taste it. It was a fine like beer like quality mm-hmm. wise, but I was just like not my flavor. Um, had that. And yesterday, I actually had a drink with a friend of mine. We're catching up at Meanwhile Brewing. Uh, they've been open for a couple months now. I'm pretty sure uh, they are in like South Austin, and they have they have a brewery. They have their beers right right across the hall. Yeah. Um, there's some good stuff overall. The beers that I had, they were all really clean. Like, um, I'm curious to see what they bring in because they don't have they do cocktails as well there. Mm-hmm. But um, the beers that they had, they didn't have anything, like, fruity. All their winter beers are gone. Um, they do, I think, have a porter, maybe? They had a coffee beer in there. Uh, I had the Disco in the Panic Room, because obviously, duh. Yeah, you told me about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, I had it. Uh, I, want, I need to have an, a West Coast IPA, because I don't remember what they taste like to compare it to, but mm-hmm. it was good. Like, it just yeah. tastes like an IPA, and it was great. That's that's what a West Coast IPA tastes like. It was just a solid beer. However, I think I told Carter I was disappointed by the name because I'm like, excuse me, if you're going to say you're disco in the panic room, I expect some excitement, some disco. And it's fine. I mean, it's a, I mean, the beer's solid, but I'm like, waste of a name. Mm-hmm. Um, I had their blue corn lager, which I liked a lot. It was mm. just a solid lager. Um, I don't remember if I had the Flatlands last. The Flatlands was another good beer. It was like, I don't know if it, it wasn't a, I don't think it was a cream ale, but it might have been. I'll look it up. But that was a good one. And I thought, I think I had the blank stare at the end or something, and it was really good. I'm so sorry that I don't remember the types of beer that they were. They were all yellow. So if that helps you. Well. It's fun. But it was good. good. Oh, they're also their brewery. I want us to go. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like, I love the the aesthetic of it. So simple, so clean. Um, and they have so many outdoor tables. They have a soccer field that's closed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an area that looks really cool for, I'm sure, where they have bands or something or will have them. Um, and they actually have like a jungle gym also, like, not sure if it's for just for children. It looks pretty big for adults too, guys. Um, but I have a lot of cool like outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. Like it's a solid place. So, yeah. and they have coffee. T- meanwhile, t- meanwhile, okay. Yeah, they so they also they like they're open earlier in the day because they're also a coffee shop. So like you could just go work there. Yeah, nice. Recommend it. Uh, only new beer I've tried recently was uh, Real Ale's Vominos Let's Goza, oh. uh, which was a fantastic. <laughs> uh, Lime and salt uh, goza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect for like floating the river. Yeah. That name. Really like enjoyable. That. And then uh, Blue Owl's Little Boss, which I don't think I had had before. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's one of their year-round offerings. I just yeah. I don't think I ever got around to trying it. Super refreshing. Both of those yeah. uh, fantastic little sours. I just realized I did have another new thing. Oh, what you have? This lime and salt, actually. <laughs> you're currently drinking? This is the Dos Equis the, lime and salt? That I'm currently drinking, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Get regular Dos Equis personally. I like the green on the can. Oh, I think the can's cool, and that's why I wish it was saltier. Um, or not salt. I wish... Easy enough way to fix that? Yeah. I, I think they do kind of capture the taste of when you put lime and salt in your Dos Equis beer. Mm-hmm. However, it does taste a bit artificial, and I wonder if, like, maybe... I don't know if they're not using actual lime. I should maybe not talk about them like that, because... They might advertise. I don't know. They are, actually. But, I mean, I love Dos Equis anyways. That's an honest critique and feedback. But, personally, maybe more lime. Uh, I think it's fine. But, like, I mean, sorry. I love a regular OG Dos Equis. 
like beer salt. I'm like, I don't need this, unfortunately. But if you're too lazy to get lime and salt, pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you can't just handle a Dos Equis without lime and salt. Yeah. If you have to have it, yeah, I guess. Now I wish we had Dos Equis. That being said, let's get back to the whiskey. Whiskey. Uh, right. It smells like whiskey. So this is, their, this is Heaven Door, Heaven's Store Tennessee Bourbon. Uh, it's their straight bourbon whiskey. So this is like their OG or whatever. Their OG, yeah. This mm-hmm. is their... This would be their straight competitor to uh, Buffalo Trace, uh, Maker's Mark. It smells like bourbon. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was trying to see if I picked up anything. It smells kind of sweet. Not, yeah, I'm not really picking up any unique flavor. Unique notes. Um, definitely a lot of vanilla. Yeah, you definitely get something kind of like orangey, or, orangish, mm. kind of orange marmalade, or like. Yeah, Orange jam. I got really a thing. kind of a smoky note. A bit of citrus. Um, for mm. a, so it's a ninety proofer, uh, which isn't super high proof for bourbon. Mm-hmm. So actually, on the nose, has some nice intensity for a lower proof bourbon. Yeah, I definitely get that. Uh, like we said, this is sourced from undisclosed distilleries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is aged. At least six years, according to the Heaven Store website. Mm-hmm. Most people report that this should be closer to eight years, mm-hmm. most likely. Uh, we do know the mash bill is 70% corn and 30% rye and malted barley. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. How much corn, how much rye? That's not disclosed. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. What do you think? Has actually quite a bit of bite to it for a yeah. proofer. Um, super rich caramel. Um, that's mostly what I'm getting, like burnt sugar caramel, like not. I almost get that citrusy note. You're definitely right. It's hot, hotter than like what for what the proof is. Which so this is would nice. be pretty much the same proof as Buffalo Trace, which is mm-hmm. why I brought it up. Yeah, it's a little rougher. A little rougher. <laughs> um. She's my throat is warm. She's hot, <laughs> kind of peppery. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not hot peppers. Like no, no, but black no. pepper. Yeah, a little bit. Yes, I yeah. Um, it kind of dries out the throat a little bit. That being said, I don't some. hate it. Yeah, no, I like it. I think it's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm like it's. Yeah, it's not like I think, like we mentioned, like little, both in the nose and in the taste, there isn't necessarily anything unique. Yeah, that it feels like it's I think solid, but it's kind of, almost like kind of a bitter note, grape skins almost. Interesting. I don't. I mean, take another sip. You know, not grape skins mm-hmm. like. I also have a hard time describing things anyway, so I'm just like words. Um. It's, yeah, it's still, I don't know, I, I taste, I still, the, the sweetness that I get in the nose, I do get in the taste. Uh, it's warm, mm. caramel. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I'll have it. Like, I'm it's like, fine, yeah. but it's not, I don't know that it's the kind of thing that what I'm do like. You, yeah, because what do you, when you tr- pick a whiskey to drink? I mean, when I pick okay. a bourbon or bourbon, what do you what do you like? What do you? I want it to be a little bit sweeter. Mm-hmm. This one's not. Um, it's plenty sweet. 
Mm-hmm. I want it to have some kind of more something else to it. Yeah, unique something, or just be a little more well balanced. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like because I, I do was, I do think this one's sweet, but not in a unique sense of sweet. Like I don't like like it's fine. I yeah. thought, but I do with the caramel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is a fine, but not nothing where I'm like, let me tell you about it. Like I want to, mm-hmm. and I'm bragging about to people. I this think this is not one that I'd be like, oh, have you had heaven's heaven's door? It's heaven. It's fantastic. Uh, how much easy. is this? Or do you know how much a bottle number? Retail is? on this one near us forty two for a oh, seven fifty. I would not pay. I would not, not pay that for this. probably not for the straight bourbon. Yeah, I mean. Oh, God. That puts it closer to Woodford Reserve price-wise, I mm-hmm. guess, would be your, is kind of your closest regular mm-hmm. competitor, well-known competitor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about that in comparison. Um, it is much hotter, than, like, like uh, stronger than I expected. If the bourbon is this spicy, I'm curious about the rye. <laughs> That yeah, it's I'm like it's still on my tongue. Um, yeah, I was I giving a moment before I tried the next yeah. one. Yeah, definitely get, drink some water. Um. And in between, I'll do shots of these to tell you what it's like mm-hmm. to shoot it. Yeah, we'll do shots of mezcal in between just to oh, fuck fuck me up. Just wipe it out. You ready for Cinco de Mayo? Oh, of course. Uh, it's in the middle of the week, right? Ooh. I always celebrate. No, margaritas <laughs> all the time. I did um, get this tequila from work that I liked. Ooh. Um, okay, so what did you pour next? Our next one is the Heaven's Door Double Barrel Whiskey. Um, so what that means, uh, it's 100 proof. Once mm-hmm. again, sourced. We don't have any kind of age statement on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, bill is undisclosed. What we do know about this one is it is three different whiskeys blended together and then aged for an additional year in a toasted American oak barrel. Cool. So, what this would be closest to, uh, what else that would be closest to on the market would be like Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel mm-hmm. or the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked, mm-hmm. uh, both of which are pretty popular. Yeah. Um, similar like process with those as well. Um, so, not technically a bourbon because it's a blend of three different whiskeys yeah. and aged in a secondary vessel. Have you had the Woodford Double Oaked? I've not actually ever had Woodford Double Oaked. That shit is oaky. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like a wood chip in your mouth. I was yeah. not a huge fan. Because <laughs> um, I've heard people rave about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tried it and I was like, this is too oaky. This is, it was like. I am chewing a tree. I am chewing a tree with this drink. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, oh. lots of oak on the. Mm-hmm. Nose. It definitely is not doesn't smell as sweet as the first one, uh, but and the the hotness, the heat of it has like gone down. This Personally, one, on the nose, I can't. There's like a spice oh, that I'm. Oh not, god, never mind. I sniffed it. This I one smells a hard. little more cinnamony. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. A little I'm more like, cinnamony. A little some, butterscotch. Yeah, I'm getting that. Get butterscotch in there, and definitely you get the toasted oak mm-hmm. in there. Uh, that's why I yeah comparing it to something I've had before, which mm-hmm. is the Elijah Craig toasted barrel. Uh, that gets a lot of comparisons to roasted marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting some of that, which is, you know, 
Uh, kind of that butterscotchy. I'm definitely the butterscotch. The cinnamon is what I was smelling because I could yeah. I could tell there was something. It's the cinnamon. I feel like uh, so. I want to make a correction to my statement. It's not that the heat is gone, but now this one does actually have other things. It like yeah, you can tell. You can this tell one's from actually higher in alcohol content. Yeah, yeah. hundred proof as opposed yeah. to ninety proof. I don't think it's necessarily gotten hotter, but like this one, you can smell so much yeah. more to it. Very exciting. You got more going on in this. Robbie's trying it. Wendy's trying it. Oh, I like that a lot more. Still hot. Still not super, like, very rough on the edges. I don't, I could not drink this straight. I get a lot of sweet vanilla. I like this more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely, yeah, and there's more happening There's here. more going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the bite is definitely coming from the second oak. Yeah. And not from the alcohol. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's more of the flavor. I'm just like, wow. Um, yeah, not as refined as the first one. But I like this one more. It's got I a think more. the mouthfeel is better. Yeah, the mouthfeel is better, one. Because the bourbon was like scorching almost. I don't. Yeah. This one is, the burn is somehow more, but it's not as. Well, I think because there's more flavors to it now. Yeah. Where it's like you, it's not, not necessarily mask it, but like you're tasting more yeah. than just straight heat. And the other uh, one was like, unfortunately, like just didn't have any other like layers to it. But it could also be because my throat's already sensitive from the first one that this one is just like, it's not as bad. <laughs> I get peanut in this one that I wasn't getting in the, like, not exactly peanut, mm-hmm. but it's what people talk about when they talk about something tasting peanutty. A lot of Jim Beam products get. Mm-hmm. That label, you might have pulled it in our old tub when we did old tub. I'm getting more of that than I got in the last one. I'm getting kind of a saltier note. Maybe that's similar. Roasted, salty. Yeah. It's a little bit saltier. I'm not really getting the pepper that I was getting on the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. This one is salt. That one was pepper. Uh, <laughs> What's... Yeah, well, it's just like that level of heat is just gone. Yeah, I do and so this is much, yeah. What's crazy really is that this it. is 100, you know. This one's higher proof than the other one. Um, Both I, of these are not, I mean, 100 proof is not well, a low amount of alcohol Yeah, when it comes to most spirits. But, like, compare it to stuff we know we've had at 100 mm-hmm. proof, which, you know, mellow corn, mm-hmm. early times bottled and bond, old tub. All of those finish a lot smoother, which yeah. I hate to use that word when you talk about but it. But no, like, I think you're right, because I was thinking, I, literally as y'all were talking in my mind, I was wondering, I was like, are these just so, do they just taste so strong or hot or like not as smooth because it is metal or like this art is not refined, it's all industrial, it's just, I don't know. Or. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, I do get that, like this, I feel like that's. What I'm having a hard time is that it's not as smooth. Are we falling in the trap of most celebrity spirits, which are just okay spirits with mm. the celebrity name slapped on there so, so that they can charge a premium? We could totally do a celebrity episode because there's so many. I mean, there's there's quality here. This is not... Yeah, this isn't bad. No. I've yeah. had bad stuff Slut. before. But I get where Card's coming from where it's kind of like, well, it's not... To think if you're a celebrity and you have the money to back it and do something, like, what are you doing necessarily unique right now? And I feel like this one's... Or is yeah. this, like, a $20 whiskey 
that they put Bob Dylan's name on and can now sell it as a forty dollar whiskey. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah. This That's is, more what I'm thinking. I would more. I would pay twenty five. I would pay the same. I would pay for a Maker's Mark for this. Yeah. Which is not a jab at Maker's Mark or anything. It's just mm-hmm. it's just the tier that it's on. Yeah. It's also what I think you should pay for Buffalo Trace. It's not mm-hmm. what Buffalo Trace gets priced at anymore. Yeah. But it's, mm-hmm. This one is the one. I, I'm curious about this one. So, here, I'll go to Wendy first on this. It's not the best. Um, so, this next one is our ride. It is what I it is, dude. It is what it is. I can't Sorry, argue with that. A little bit much on that. You know what? It's fine. Shoot a bitch. You live here. Yeah, but then I don't really get to <laughs> taste it. And you get it the bigger all ones. Yeah, let's trade. <laughs> we got time. I already spat in that one, so okay. just for love. Really nice. Extra flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the Heaven's Door Straight two. Rye Whiskey Finis- finished in... Uh, finished. I'm nervous. I don't know. I, you're the wine person. These are Rice French burn. barrels used for winemaking. Do you recognize that word? Uh, you speak French? French. French. No, I like saying French. If I had to make an educated guess, I'd say Vosé. Let me try. Let me try. Or Vosé. Let me try. Let me try. Uh, Vachi. No, I'm kidding. I really wanted to Vachi. make. I wanted to make that joke. Vosages. I I have no clue. Vosages. Vosé. Vosages. Vagina. Oh. In Sorry. Vagina. Barrels. We hadn't said we hadn't said vagina yet this episode. It's true. I was waiting on Robbie, but here we are. So this is, uh, <laughs> this is a 92 proofer. Uh, it's once again sourced. No age statement. Uh, supposedly about six years before it's aged in the bear, in the Vosage. Vosage. Uh, mm-hmm. The Vosage. The sausage barrels. Vosages. 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 The Bee Gees. Exactly. Uh, before it's aged, it takes a year in that it finishes. Um, a year abroad. Which, so... Getting a similar note to the uh, Tennessee on the nose. Smells like bourbon. I'm getting something soft. Not as sweet. I like this one. It's, to me, tastes Not as sugary. It's lighter, for sure. Like yes, it's, 100%. Which I'm curious, because it's a rye. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> um... Trying to see if I pick up anything else, but it's just kind of like I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not really getting anything from the bottom the barrels. Yeah. Bottoms up, boys. Bottoms. Up. Well, I also got a wine that I think you really like, Robbie. Yeah, but oh, I like this one. What do we think? That's super soft. Like, it's, yeah, I can drink it. this. Like, kind of disappears in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting. I mean, I get the rye. Like, this does. Mm-hmm. But I think this, this pick, is, I don't want to say creamier, but. Almost like a LaCroix whiskey. <laughs> it's like someone had a bottle of whiskey in another room. It was like whiskey. <laughs> and I'm tasting that in my mouth now. <laughs> I honestly, I get some of the qualities of a, like a French white wine, though. Where it's, at least in the mouthfeel. Yes. What that oakiness gives up. Like. It's true. It's a much smoother. It's the smoothest this is, of the three, which surprises me. I know. That's why I was in expecting. Because rye whiskey is usually not, not that smooth. Yeah. I, I love rye. Uh, but that's. I also like rye whiskeys. But I'm like, but compared to the two, yeah, of the first two, I'm like, this 
Yeah, no. This is what I would have thought the bourbon, the straight bourbon would have been. I'll say this doesn't give me... I think this is my least favorite when it comes to the mouthfeel. Like, Mm -hmm. it has an almost suspicious lack of flavor. Well, This this gets close to, at least in feel, to like flavored vodka feel, not like... Well, that's why I didn't want to say cream, but I just feel like the something about the taste of it is like lighter. It's just I don't know. Yeah. But I would drink this over the other two because I just couldn't with the other two, which is surprising because this is rye. Mm. Rye normally burns for me. So, that's the three bourbons. That's yeah. <laughs> or the yeah. three whiskeys, not. And this one's smoother. I just, that's just really That funny. is interesting. So, with that being said, ow, ow, ow. usually this is where we would take a break and come back for a second half of the episode. But we're going to have a, we're, we are going to have a second half of the episode. There's going to be, there's going to be an ad break and then we'll come back. But what we're coming back is we're each going to pick our favorite of the three. Uh, we don't have to each pick one. We don't have to I already said three. mine. Don't worry. It's the straight rye whiskey. Yep. And we're going to do... <laughs> Come back uh, for the other two. We're going to try it in a cocktail. So mm-hmm. we'll be right back with that. Hey, we're back. Hello. Um, what up, what, what up? You know what? This is the half we should have done what we had been drinking, because this is going to be just chill. Yeah, I thought about that, but here we are. Yeah. We there just talk about whatever, because we're just going to be sipping on these This is all cocktails. I wanted. I think we could we could only have a talk hour. Well, not a talk Not an hour. We're not doing this for an hour. We're going to try and do a second episode after yeah, this yeah. mini-review. Um, baby episode. Really? I forgot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just two yeah, drinks. It's a baby episode. I mean, that's fine. Hey, but don't don't hold us to that. Um, but yeah, no. So they won't know. Like the Robbie episode said, will come out afterwards. Like Robbie said, we picked our our whiskeys, mm-hmm. and we also have cocktails with us now. Yeah, so we each picked a, we each picked one of the three, uh, but Carter and I both picked the same one. Mm-hmm. Wendy, you already revealed in the first half what your favorite is, but did you follow through? I did follow through because I'm loyal. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. I am low grade. Like I'm actually a backstabbing. Look, I just I'm a Gemini. I need you to know that. Um, second, second, I need to create some a little excitement around me and my persona. I'm a Libra, which if you couldn't tell, it's very obvious. <laughs> I'm a Taurus, which meant I chose before the episode which one I was going to do in my cocktail, and I stuck to it. Wow. Uh, I'm a Gemini, and. I wasn't sure if I was going to still do what I said, and I did it somehow, and here we are. Hey, the twins agree sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they do. But they they don't like to say that they know. Like, even, like, to the last minute, I my mind, I'm like, I could still do something else if I wanted to. You could have. You could have yeah. taken the cocktail we made for Clark. I'm a free spirit. Like, you can't tie me down. That being said, so Carter and I both did the double barrel whiskey. Oh, I can't. I just want to gab now. <laughs> So you both did no. the double barrel whiskey, the three uh, blend. So it's the hundred proofer. I think it cuts through pretty well mm-hmm. in the cocktail. Uh, uh, did you say the cocktail we made? Oh, we all made Kentucky mules. 
Tennessee mules in this instance, I guess. Yeah. They've got mules in Tennessee. Yes, they do. <laughs> All that means at though. least one. <laughs> For sure. Uh but it's just it's just the bourbon, lime juice, and ginger beer. Ginger beer. One of the simplest beer. cocktails you can make. I think it's a it's a great one. Really good way to see how it plays with like intense flavors like ginger mm-hmm. and lime, but it's it's still fun, it's still light. You're yeah. not gonna be knocked on your ass by it. Um little bit I think it's a little bit uh less daunting than an old fashioned when uh-huh. it comes to not that an old fashioned's hard to make, but it's just No, but hundred percent. Like I I do too. <laughs> I I wouldn't drink any of these in an old fashioned, but I do no. love an old fashioned. I drink the double barrel in an old fashioned, I think. The double barrel? Mm-hmm. I could see that one. I wouldn't do the first one. I could I could also do the straight right. Um This is good. Yeah. Describe your cocktails. What do you think how the whiskey plays into it? Um, I don't get too much of the whiskey note. I get the smokiness and the burn. Mm-hmm. Um, but as with most mules, you get a lot of lime and ginger. Yep. That's this, I will say, is closest to, in flavor at least, closer to a scotch highball or like with a smokier scotch than it is to... A Kentucky mule with something like a more classic uh, bourbon, like an old forester. I also got a lot of uh, ginger beer in mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be thrown off a little bit. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I would say this is actually pretty close to a whiskey ginger or something like that. You know. mm-hmm. um, ginger ale? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. Basically. Um, other than that, I mean... Uh, I'm sure it's, I mean, it's helping to round out the edges of it. It's not burning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that really stands it's, out to me here. I mean, it's really hard to, I don't know. I don't know if there could have been a different cocktail that we did just because bourbon and ginger, ginger beer is such a strong flavor mm. and just ingredient to use. Like it's very easily to overpower um, and for something to not, uh, be overpowered by the ginger beer would say something about it. Um, but I mean, because like mine right now does taste a lot like ginger. I mean, it, as yeah. it should. That's what it, you know. But I mean, it's fine. Uh, but nothing else. I offered. Uh, what, what did I offer? A mint julep. Offered mint juleps. Mm-hmm. Mint juleps don't sit well with me. And why is that, Carter? Well, I've had a lot of mint juleps and mojitos. In the past, anything mm-hmm. that isn't fresh mint, like any kind of mint mm-hmm. mix or mm-hmm. syrup or anything like that, yeah, they don't mix well with me. So it's got to be fresh, muddled mint. That's well, what we would have done. Um, you could totally. Well, I mean, mint's an easy plant, um, but yes, it a, is. I'm I've grown a, mint yeah. in the past, along with another a number of other herbs. Yeah. My mother actually is in the midst of an herb garden. She just dried out. Her cilantro, and she's got a shit ton of oregano yeah. and thyme, which I'm like, she yeah. never cooks with oregano and thyme. I don't know why she grew them. But it feels good. Um, it smells good. We had a rosemary plant. That oh. you dry was, out, if you dry out the oregano, just put it on some pizza. Thriving. Oh, yeah. She's working on that oh, right now. Oh, rosemary's like such a big, Rosemary grows. She's that bitch. Like nobody's business. She's I love that bitch. rosemary. We yeah. use it in everything. It's great. And it um, smells so I good to even just have. Um, rosemary's but, great if you just like rub your hands in it. Yeah. And your hands smell like rosemary. So, yeah, I want to get a mint plant soon because um, it smells so nice mint, and it'd be nice to have. I found can be kind of delicate, but mm. 
it is an easy one to grow, especially mm-hmm. in Texas. Yeah. Um, it's also handy if you want a breath mint because you just eat a couple of leaves. Just like that. Yeah. Um. Anything else about your drink? I mean, Robbie is almost done with his. I love these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I love a mule. So for mine, uh, I so I use the straight rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. I think it's delicious. Like, I mean, the meal's delicious anyways. But like, you can taste the rye and the ginger like mixing, which is really great. The crazy thing to me, and this is, I, fuck it, we can talk about it because also this time. this drink does feels like it drives my mouth quicker, but worth. I don't understand people who make uh, cocktails with bottom shelf liquor. Stuff that's proof down to 80 proof. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cut through a cocktail. Like, the, you know, I think all of mm-hmm. these are fine. That yeah. They do enough, but like, mm-hmm. other than vodka, maybe, which isn't intended to, well, like, really mm-hmm. add flavor. Vodka, there isn't really a difference between top and bottom shelf. Yes. Aside from how much you filter it. But. Yeah. Yeah. But in almost all of it is mm-hmm. 80 proof vodka. Most yeah. of commercially available vodka is 80 proof. Which is fine. That's why we won't do a vodka episode, because it will always taste the same. Yep. Uh, but we could do flavored vodka. Sure. Plenty we of that. Good. Um, but I think one of the things from what you're saying about like people making cocktails with bottom shelf liquor, and I do it all the time, it's just that like there's like the stigma behind like if you have nice a, a nice spirit, don't mix it. And so it's just kind of like, well then, and it sucks, because it's like it's your drink, do whatever you want with mm-hmm. it. Uh, and I think when you, well, that's when you're not in the industry or you're not getting to know more about like the things that you drink, because once you do enter that world, there are people like you don't make cocktails with just anything like it, it really, it can change so much in a drink. If you get a nice spirit that has like unique flavors and you know, you get fresh ingredients, um, it's really nice when you do start putting more money into yeah. your cocktails. And I'm not saying you have to spend money on it. I said bottom shelf, meaning cheaper stuff. But also, mm-hmm. Evan Williams Bottled and Bond is a $15 bottle. And it's my go-to yeah. bottle for whiskey mm-hmm. cocktails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Evan Williams is best thing to use for yeah. cocktails. They're bo- they're, like I said, they're bottled and bond. 100 proof, four years, perfectly fine aged. It's the white label. Yeah. Know, yeah. Go, yeah, put that in the car. Even Evan Williams Black Label, like... It's fine. Once again, it's it's a, it's fine in yeah. quality. I don't yeah. think it's... I will per, I prefer it yeah. over both Jim Beam White mm-hmm. Label and yeah. Jack Daniels Black Label. But yeah. just my, my thing there, once again, yeah. the proof really can matter in a cocktail, mm-hmm. especially in a whiskey cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, because so much when you're making a cocktail with whiskey is about hiding... Mm-hmm. The alcohol content, but you still need it to but you, come through. You, you get need- to like, yeah, to get the other notes of whiskey, which is so delicious. Like you get the heat, the vanilla, the caramel. Like there's so much, a lot of good stuff that you can get out of whiskey. Because you have to remember that Evan Williams, whether it's the white label or the black label or whatever, mm-hmm. or any any whiskey, you know, mm-hmm. Maker's Mark, anything there, is what it's going from to get to the proof that it's sold out in that bottle is water. Mm-hmm. So you're just adding more water to your, like, mm-hmm. and not in like a, oh, you're watering it down, but just you're going to get more flavor out of a higher proof. Mm-hmm. And that has diminishing returns at a certain point, but mm-hmm. if you're going to make a cocktail, if you're going to go, go for something with at least 90 proof is my, mm-hmm. my go-to. So there. more so the proof and not the pricing. Yeah. Or, more yeah. so the proof and not the pricing. Yeah. That's a good, that's really interesting. 
Um, but I also don't want to say pricing and then have someone like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. No, that's a really interesting, I've never thought about that. About, you know, like Basil Hayden's and, is an expensive bourbon, but it's 80 yeah. proof. But it's, it makes, that makes sense. It's like, well, you're not, if you get a lower proof, you're not going to taste any of it in your cocktail. And it's really what you're wanting, what you're drinking it for. Yeah. Um, but I it's mean. It's also evolving past that college mentality of yes. cocktail is meant to mask the alcohol and make it more consumable. Yeah. And getting it into a cocktail is a way to complement the flavors that are in a. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm really excited now to be vaccinated and to go and like enjoy beer. And another thing too is enjoy cocktails because I miss those. And I'm like, and I wish that I could think that I had put a bit more thought so I could remember delicious cocktails that I've had. Because now I'm like, I don't remember any of them. Oh, what a time! I can only remember the shots at Buckshots. Question: What's your answer? answer? You're familiar with a Jack and Coke, yes, and a Jameson and Ginger. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a Jameson and Coke? No. No. It works, I think, better than Jack and Coke, believe it or not. If I'm getting a Jack and Coke, which happens? I'm not going to... Well, tr- do not- you like Jameson more than Jack? Um, Honestly, I don't have a big preference between the two. Okay. I don't really drink either of them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, except for that stout edition. Except for that stout edition, it's true. Good um, shit. Yeah. No, I just mean like a regular bottle of Jameson. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking up. Mm-hmm. Um, but a friend of mine told me, he was like, oh, I've been having Jamesons and Cokes. And I was like, well, isn't it Jameson and Ginger and Jack and Coke? He said, yeah, but have you had a Jameson and Coke? And I was like, I had not. And then I, he made me one. <laughs> and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I believe it. It threw me off. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's perfectly acceptable to mix a smoky whiskey with Coke. Yeah. Called a smoky Coke. Fun. A smoke? You would think. We eat every your smoke break. Smoke Coke? Smoke? Smoke Smoke I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, thanks, Bob Dylan. Yeah. So my rankings... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh yeah, we if can we're do even this. doing that, you can do. I mean, we know your favorite. Uh, favorite's the double barrel. Um, I uh, I liked it. This is the only one of the three I would drink again. <laughs> so I think I that's do, the biggest compliment. I will jump in and say I do want to try the store picked blends. The Highway sixty one series yeah. is what they're called because those are like the store blends their whiskeys theirs mm-hmm. and makes a special blend for their. Oh. Uh, Store? Hmm. I would like to try that. Um, but I didn't grab one. Second is the Tennessee bourbon. Um, which, like we said, it the more I think about it, the more I kind of like it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's aggressive, but I kind of like that it's aggressive. You don't get a lot. Well, I think that's... I just Now that I know what to expect, yes. I think I like it more. Well, yeah. In the moment we had it, I'm like, he's not going to like the other one at all anymore. Because the other one just like wasn't... It was just simple. Um, and not in a great way. And this next one at least does more for you. Yeah. And that's what you like in your drinks. And the rye, it just wasn't enough. Like, yeah, there just wasn't enough going on for me. It was, yeah, it was a lighter rye. It was surprisingly light. Yeah, I was surprised that I chose to drink that. But yeah, that's my ranking. All right. Uh, my ranking is pretty easy. Uh, number three is the straight bourbon, uh, 
So your number is your least favorite. My least favorite, yes, correct. Um, it's just a straight bourbon. Like, I mean, like honestly, it was fine, but it surprisingly for the proof that it was, there it was a bit hotter. Um, but I, it smelled it smelled sweet, which was cool. But I mean, it's just fine. It's fine. Personally, I would. I mean, I drink it. I'm cool with that. Um, then the number two, yeah, it's the double barrel. Um, there's a lot more flavor to it, which was fun. I, I, I did say I would, I wouldn't drink that one on, like, on its own, but maybe I would. It's just, yeah, like Carter said, it's aggressive. Yeah. When you don't expect it, and I was just not, and I was like, whoa. Uh, but I could, it had a good flavor that I liked it. Um, and my number one was the rye, and I think it's because it's lighter. Uh, because that second one, the double barrel was very aggressive, and the rye, surprisingly, was much more easy drinking for me. Yeah, that's my number one for today. Yeah. I, I drink the rye and actually straight. Yeah. Uh, my ranking is pretty... Uh, none of us had the same ranking, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one being the double barrel. Um, thought the double barrel was super interesting. It was the most interesting of the three in terms of complexity and body. I thought it had actually exceptional mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked what I was getting on the nose a lot from that double barrel, which is probably the most exciting of the three on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, Drink-wise, didn't, you know, 100 proof without being overwhelming. Uh, I don't think I would even add water to it or anything if I was drinking it neat. You know, it's... Definitely worth it. Uh, I thought it went well in the cocktail as well, but mm-hmm. I can't really compare that for yeah. everything else. Uh, my number two is the rye. I think that brought the most to the table in terms of something out of the ordinary for its category. Um, that body was super interesting. I liked that it was kind of drying, and I got those quali- qualities from the French oak barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, that surprised me a bit, because you seemed like you said you didn't like the mouthfeel on it. The mouthfeel wasn't great, and no. I think it was the most uh, effervescent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good word. That being said, <laughs> it did it did something that made it stand out. Whereas the heavens, the Tennessee bourbon, their flagship right there, uh, didn't do much for me in standing out from its field. Uh, I don't know if I'd be able to pick it out from other bourbons uh, of a similar quality. And definitely probably, I mean, I, I hate to put price into this, but that's not a $42 bottle of whiskey. No, that none of these, I think, are priced quite where they should be. No. Mm-hmm. Um, the rye being goes the most expensive the, of them. Again, the rye's the most expensive? Mm-hmm. That's insane. Probably because it's the, um, it's probably best. truly a production cost thing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it's marketing markup too, but especially yeah. when... Uh, it probably wants to get compared to uh, yeah. Angel's Envy Rye, which is the more expensive of the two Angel's Envy offerings uh-huh. because it is a finished dry, even though it's not the same kind of finishing. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, you're having to import the French oak, the French oak barrels, and mm-hmm. do stuff like that. Whereas, you get American oak barrels mm-hmm. for the other mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. Um, and everything else is just sourcing cost, um, mm-hmm. which isn't cheap. But also isn't a bad way to start a distillery either. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that being said, none, despite only having three things, none of us had the same ranking, which was interesting. It's true. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we had all three combinations. There are episodes yeah. where we have six beers and we all have the same ranking. Yep. So, 
Uh, glad they didn't, you know, all shake out, you know, we all clearly have different tastes. Mm-hmm. We all have different priorities when it comes to this kind of stuff, too. Um, that being said, you guys want to go ahead and kind of cut this one? It's not short, but it's not long either. I um, think it's a perfect length. Perfect. Yeah. You Carter, can, where can people find you on the internet? Find me on Twitter at CASBilliards, like spill something yard and add an S. Um, I haven't tweeted in a bit. I'm not. But you know what? It's okay. I'm making moves. Um, What's there to tweet about? Exactly. Honestly, what is there to tweet? I got a letter today from Joe Biden, President of the United States. <laughs> uh, Was he limiting wrote how many hamburgers you? you could have? Wrote to me, personally. Carter's billiards. Said, Dear Carter, at the bottom, from President Joe Biden. I thought you were going to say, he said, Dear resident of blank address. Um, I'm writing to you. Actually, I don't here. remember. I think it said Dear Carter. Yeah. Anyway, he was telling me he wrote his, he signed the American Rescue or whatever. Um, which I was like, this seems a little late, but I <laughs> <laughs> wonder if this got lost in the mail. Because um, they heard you got your vaccine. Evidently. Um, Were you not a rescued American? Aren't we all? And I'm proud to be an American. Well, at least uh, I know I'm free. <laughs> And I won't forget the man who Anyway. Right yeah, you can find me on Twitter there. Um, uh, Next anyway. Now, <laughs> hey, give me another beer, bitch. Now, when the day Bin Laden comes sit down. Oh, wait, no. I'm not going to read this next part. <laughs> no. This is... This is... I was, hold on. Let me read a different right. What have we got um, into now? <laughs> God damn right, I'm an American. That's right, I'm American. Got a picture of Reagan above my fire next to the deer I shot with my rifle. NRA, hell yeah, support him. No pro-choice, no abortion. Oh my God. So, I was reading lyrics to this song called American by Macklemore. Uh, it's a fun song. He writes it from the point of view of some whack-ass American. Eating our hamburgers, taking our jobs. They're taking our jobs. I see them in the fields. I'm taking their hands off. I oh, well, no. Now. now we're going to a whole other thing. Yeah. And I pray to the God that the Cowboys win. Fuck yeah, Romo. Oh, my God. Uh, How did this go so off the rails so quickly? Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, thank you, Joseph Robinette Biden, for my... Junior? Joseph Robinette Biden Jr.? I don't know. Fucking one of those. Stand up! Uh, anyway. And I swear. I bought a new computer with that $1,400. So. the moon and the stars. <laughs> I hope that's what he meant for us to use that stimulus money on. But I got a new computer. So thank you, Joseph hey, Robinette Biden. Congrats. It honestly, it just helped me get through the gap in my... Uh, <laughs> Payment between jobs. You know what? So that's, that works oh, that's too. great. Yeah, no, that's. I'm saving it up. That's that's what it was good for. Yeah. And whatever's left of it will get spent on. On the good stuff. Oh, what is it? I did buy something stupid with my. Husband. You should. Everyone should buy one stupid thing. A hoverboard? I... <laughs> Robbie's like, I bought three hoverboards. I crashed the first two. <laughs> with the, my first stimulus checks. Oh, I guess I bought some like my home brewing stuff with that. Oh, that's a okay. hobby though, that's so good. that's good. I yeah. think take care of yourself. It's justified. Yeah. It's Josephified. It's Josephified. Josephified. Wendy, where can people find you on the internet? What up? Bow, 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 bow. 
That was me, not the sound effect. That was the sound effect. That one was the sound effect. Um, you can find me all over social media, media at Wendy with a W. Social media? <laughs> Medea Tyler Perry's. I forgot what they call it. Anyways, um, you can find me on social media at Wendy with a W. You can find me on Untapped. I don't do it enough. Maybe now that I'm... I'm ready to go out and experience beer again in my life. You know, hit me up. Let me know. Um, yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, you can find me on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's singing a patriotic song under this. <laughs> the what? A patriotic. No one's singing oh, a patriotic song. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Go, don't, don't, don't start yet. Don't hang up. Don't hang okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. John McCain and Sarah Palin. I know you lost out there, and it was a tough one, but you're still two Mavericks in my book. You can find me on Twitter at Robbie DeShazer. You asked me. You can find me on social media at <laughs> at Boo a Robbie Halloween. <laughs> uh, oh my God! You can. Uh, we, we do all the fun stuff uh, at Taphead Show. Look, at yeah. Taphead Show on Instagram as well. Yeah, look, I don't keep up, but we'll be there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you can go to my personal Instagram. I made a great post today of this adorable picture I've taken today. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Though this has been a lot of fun. Uh, what a weird second half! Thank you guys so much for. Drink responsibly. We've done this for over a, for nearly two years at this point. This will be coming out around our second year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we've been doing this for a while. Uh, and, you know, as the vaccines continue to roll out, we hope to share a drink with you guys in the future. Wow, why did I bring it down to this level? Uh, you know what? I'll be honest. Have I fun, did not listen to what you said at all. Wendy's here to take over. What's up? Welcome to the first half of Wendy's new show. Uh <laughs> We have to end the first show. We're done now. Here we go. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tap Heads. Make sure to give the show a five-star rating wherever it is that you're listening. It really does help the show out. If you want to help buy us a beer, you can by going to anchor.fm slash tapheads and click support this podcast. We love the support from our fans, and we will be eternally grateful to you. You can always follow the show on Twitter, at Taphead Show. And finally, remember to always drink responsibly. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with a new episode soon.